Welcome to Salem Stories, a podcast by the Salem School District discussing topics of interest to parents, students, and the Salem community. I'm your host, David Halpin, and this is Episode 4, Early Childhood Play, The Key to Building Successful Learners. There's a lot at stake when it comes to early childhood education, and it goes way beyond improving standardized testing scores. The time and effort parents and educators invest in quality early childhood programs today can have a significant impact on the future of our students and our community. A number of long-term studies are connecting the dots between early education and success later in life. The results show that the sooner kids are enrolled in early childhood education programs, the better their chances are of graduating from high school and going on to enroll in higher education programs. A 20-year retrospective study found that for every one-point increase in a child's social competency score in kindergarten, they were twice as likely to obtain a college degree and 45% more likely to have a full-time job by the age of 25. As parents and educators, we need to understand how our early childhood interactions best support the creation of successful learners. Here in Salem Public Schools, There is a coordinated effort to share with parents, teachers, and the community how we all play a role in laying the foundation for student success. So welcome, everybody. I think you all know each other, correct? So a few weeks ago, we put a presentation on for early childhood educators in Salem. And our goal was really to just teach them about what it is we expect our children to know and understand um, in our community so that when they enter kindergarten, They're ready and prepared. There's a delayed opening in Salem schools today, and Allison Plant is meeting with a group of elementary teachers and specialists. Today, she's helping staff understand what to expect from next fall's incoming kindergarten class and how what is often seen as disruptive behavior is really an opportunity to look deeper into what the child is trying to tell us. Behavior is a form of communication. Students don't want to act out. They're telling us something. What are they telling us? And that becomes our role to figure it out. As the coordinator of the district's growing preschool programs, Plant works hard to ensure there is continuity in instruction as children transition between early education programs into kindergarten. The district's preschool program, along with other early childhood education programs, helps set the stage for success in school and later in life. And, according to Plant, there's a lot parents can do before children ever enter a classroom. The capacity of your child's brain to soak up new learning actually peaks around two to three years old. This is when children make the greatest jump in developing language and their motor skills. The foundation for future learning benefits from creating brain connections and pathways early in life through repetition. Plants is quick to point out that these early skills aren't about letters and numbers or paper and pencil skills. It's more about communication, socialization, and problem solving. Acknowledging the importance of these foundational skills, the New Hampshire State Senate recently adopted House Bill 1499 that adds new standards to the kindergarten curricula centered on play-based learning. Kids need to play. I'm talking about creative, free play with peers where they can practice interacting with other children and their environment. Adults should be involved to monitor and facilitate when necessary to help problem solve and model good communication skills. This is a good time to seek out and participate in quality, experienced early education programs. 
There's so much good that can be done before students ever step foot into a school. Our goal here is to start a relationship with each child and parents at a time when there is real opportunity to impact learning. Creating this connection between the home and the school helps parents and teachers discover and appreciate each child's strengths, interests, and learning style. Existing research points to early childhood education as an overwhelming factor positively affecting student achievement and better performance in school. We feel the investment in teacher professional development in early childhood programs and in kindergarten pays off in our students. They will get more out of their school experience and ultimately go on to be successful after graduation. That was Maura Palmer, Assistant Superintendent of Academics within the Salem School District. It's her belief that we need to understand students as individuals in order to help them succeed. As a school district, our goal always is to provide a continuous learning path for our students, starting in early childhood, moving on to elementary, middle school, and then on to high school. We look at the student as K-12 or even preschool through grade 12. Not only does this allow us to get to know our students on a personal level, we're able to track them and we're able to assess their learning at different milestones, benchmarks along the way. As a former elementary school principal in the district, she remembers the challenges incoming first graders faced in the days before kindergarten was available. It was a pretty big transition for students in those days, both emotionally and physically. For many, it was the first time being away from mom and dad and being surrounded by 20 other five to six-year-olds. Palma goes on to explain that the transition was challenging for both teachers and students. Early in the year, first grade teachers spent a lot of time dealing with adjustment issues. It takes a while for students to become comfortable with simply being at school. Where is my classroom? Who's my teacher? When can I go to the bathroom? How do I get on the bus? Until you get those basics covered, it's hard to focus on learning tasks. And even then, teachers were assessing students for the first time. Each student coming in with a different level of skill from different types of programs or daycare settings. As more and more students participate in the district's early childhood programs, incoming students are well known to teachers and are more accustomed to a formal classroom setting. This is especially true at Fisk Elementary School, where the preschool program is housed and full day kindergarten is offered. Principal George Murray embraces the opportunities. Education, especially at the elementary level, is a relationship business. We get to know families and students well, and in return, they get to know us. Murray sees firsthand the benefits of starting this relationship early. Students who attend the district's preschool programs gain familiarity with the structure of a classroom and daily routine. They're exposed to stimulating activities, vibrant colors and sounds, as well as other students. I can use my my whole body for listening, right? I can, my hands and feet are quiet, and my eyes are looking, my ears are listening, and my heart shows that I care when I'm turning my body and looking at the person or listening to the person. The preschool and early childhood programs have enabled students and teachers to hit the ground running once they reach kindergarten, thus accelerating the learning process. Our students are so much better prepared for kindergarten coming out of our preschool program. Our teachers have degrees in early childhood education, 
and have easy access to speech and language specialists. Murray encourages incoming Fisk families to engage with teachers and staff prior to the first day of school. He offers school tours in the spring so students and parents can meet teachers, discuss expectations, and see the classrooms. And at Fisk School, one of the classrooms they will see belongs to kindergarten teacher Kristen Mashok. I caught up with the classes they were breaking into learning centers. It didn't take long to understand the challenges she faces working with her five-year-old friends. All right, I am going to start with... That's you tricking too. Bryn. Yeah? You are Raz kids at your seat, please. Leah and Ella. You are ST Math at your seats. My head's hot. Ryan and Riyadh. Ella. Ella, friend. So, think about what's happening right now. Friends are trying to listen to me so that they know where to go. Okay? Ryan and Riyadh, you are word work at the Rainbow Table. Michelle describes kindergarten as a series of transitions between 10-minute activities, sneaking in learning along the way. As the year progresses, students become more accustomed to the structure and flow of a school day. They become more comfortable working in small groups and dealing with conflict. The classroom has tables and chairs, but they are positioned off to one corner, almost an afterthought. A large carpet fills half the room, and small group areas with various play centers fill the remaining space. There are puppets, painting supplies, sand tables, and even a play kitchen. At the beginning of the year, we go straight to the carpet. We don't even sit at the chairs or use pencils and paper. I like to sign them all jobs, like being in charge of the calendar or weather. So they begin using speaking and listening skills and practice getting up in front of the class. We like to do a lot of sneak learning. For instance, we might spend time playing with dominoes. They think they're playing, and they are but they're also learning about numbers and starting to visualize how many dots make up the number five, for example. In another activity, we use cups in what I call a cup stack challenge. The use of the cups is really just a fun way to practice segmenting and blending sounds. Each cup has a letter and they produce the sound. As they stack new cups, they segment and blend new sounds. Oh, I love that you knew what that sound is. O-W makes what sound? Down. I mean, it says makes the owl sound. Yeah, so this would be down. Nice job. That makes, when you have O and W together, you, it makes one sound. We've been talking about a lot of words that we've been finding like that. What rhymes with Dow? Cow, right? We see that in cow and in brown, right? Do you think, is Dow a word? Rian, Dow. Another thing that became clear while visiting Mashok's classroom is that there is a lot of singing in kindergarten. A little seed for me to sow, a little soil to make it grow, a little hole, a little path, a little wish, and that is that. A little sun, a little shower, a little... In kindergarten, we love to sing. 
And so much of what we do, letters, sounds, characters, is introduced through songs. Nice job, friends! Again, more sneak learning. In a world that is fixated on quantifiable metrics and standardized testing, Mashok puts stock in learning through play, song, and motion. Students who have well-developed social and emotional skills prior to entering her classroom have an advantage. Being able to identify letters and know your sounds is great, but what's more important to building good learners is the ability to problem-solve, regulate your emotions, and get along with others. These are the foundational skills that accelerate learning. We know that each student learns at a different pace, and we're constantly monitoring how they're doing and making adjustments. We'll often take a walk up to the first grade classroom just so they can see what's expected of them at the next grade level. We share and compare writing assignments, and they can see some of what they are working on in the writing of the first graders. These connections with other students and teachers at an early age help develop the emotional and social foundational skills that have proven to influence success later in life. The Salem School District is invested in working with parents, preschools, and the community to promote the types of free play and socialization activities that directly impact the development of neurological pathways necessary for whole brain learning in our children. And from what we're learning, it's never too early to start. Thank you for listening to this edition of Salem Stories, Early Childhood Play, the key to building successful learners. We've been discussing the importance of early childhood education programs and how play-based learning can build a foundation for success. I want to thank Allison Plant, George Murray, Maura Palmer, and Kristen Mashok for sharing their stories with me today and giving us some insights into how the Salem School District partners with parents and local organizations to get our young students off to a good start. You can find more podcasts and other Salem stories at the Salem School District website, sau57.org. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or download our mobile app. I'm your host, David Halpin, and you've been listening to Salem Stories, an informational podcast produced by the Salem School District.